What's up, man? It's your boy, Aus. Motherfuckers in the barbershop. The waviest podcast in the planet, man. We got our waves flowing in the wind right now. Uh, if you like the podcast, don't forget to leave some feedback. Uh, retweet the link if you see it. Share the page and everything about it, man. Subscribe to our Apple Podcast also. That'd be pretty awesome if you did that. Uh, we got the usual guests with us today. Uh, fellas. Uh, this is Orlando. Um, you can follow me at the Tackler 1711 on Twitter and also follow me at the uh, Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page. <laughs> what up, though? It's nice. You can follow me on Twitter at two underscores be nice and on Instagram at be nice two underscores. Oh, do Jalen got to say something? Yeah, Jalen. Gans? Wilson. Oh, I was going to be courteous and let Anton go first, but you can follow this Gans. Uh, you can follow me. On Twitter at Y-U-N-G-G-A-N-S and Instagram at Y-U-N-G-G-A-N-S. G-U-N-S. G-U-N-S. And then we got a very special guest. We tried to get him on the show earlier, but we had audio problems. But now we got him in stew. Anton, MMG, the money, money, the money. Man, the that started out the mush mouth. Yeah, he got niggas stuttering. Dog. You said money making groove. That was so sixteen. Yeah, I can't believe you remember that. Yeah, oh, no, that's a staple. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? That shit was fire. Dog, that's when I want you, bro. That's when I wanted to sign the MMG. Now nah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so I don't know, but you know, follow me on Twitter at AntGenius underscore Instagram and underscore genius got got the mother mouth like like Jalen said. Yeah, Ants fucked up the episode. I already I just started saying Ants. Why would you do that? Uh, we got you on, we got <laughs> on the phone. He's sabotaging the podcast. But uh, real quick, you know, Anton, uh, you dropped a single the other day, man. Tell the people about it, dog. Man, I had to this DJ academics, dog. That's the first thing we have to address. First of all, I had to diss this nigga, bro. Why you diss DJ? Why you got a beef with DJ Academics? That was not what I was expecting. <laughs> that statement. I thought it was about to be, you know, I had to tell the people about what was going on. It was a fuck DJ Academics out the gate. Is it because the boot gang? Not exactly the boot gang. I just don't like the fact that dog, like, 26, and then he get on the show and try to be diplomatic, but on the YouTube page, he tried to act completely different. Like, really the thing that pissed me off was the 21 Savage shit. Like, bro. You don't talk about nobody, girl, on YouTube. And then you're going to come on there and then you're going to be all disciplined when the nigga come and see you. That's pussy, first and foremost. Second thing was the whole Vic Mensa shit. That was crazy. Like, you don't, you don't come and, you don't report on somebody else's hood. And then all of a sudden, when you get there, you all, you're going to be acting like a bitch and let a man call you a bitch on national TV. Like, all right, you ain't got to scrap them, but you can't tolerate that disrespect. But so, don't you think that, um, not to cut you off, but don't you think that everybody knows what type of guy he is? Like, he's at the point where he's, he's not a street guy, he's not a tough guy, he, he is what he is. Like, it's not about being street or tough. No, I'm about, just saying, like, he, he's soft. Like, that's just, that's the type of guy he is. Like, I, I don't see why people take him really serious, you know? But I think it's because of sensationalism. Think about it. He on YouTube, he getting all types of views. He making all types of money off those views. And I don't, I don't really mind all the stuff he posts because some of it is informative. But the stuff that he pretty much trolls on, I pretty much don't care about. But he, he gets bullied every day by Joe Budden on the show, Everyday Struggle. Yeah. He gets, like, pushed around. All, like, he gets pushed around all the time. So it's like, it's even though he got that following, I think even his following knows what type of guy he is. I think that it's different now from 
kind of the two different situations. There was a different time span, kind of. Yeah. The the Vic Mensa situation I was more that. so at the beginning of the everyday struggle. Yeah. So that yeah. was kind of our first light of seeing DJ Academics for who he actually is. Before he already had a squeaky voice. Don't get. I didn't know anything about. It. I didn't know what he looked like. I just remembered the voice. He looked funny. Which was too, squeaky. Man. Yeah, he does yeah. once you see him in the light. Yeah. But Vic Vic Mensa's beef with him was long standing. Right. Right. The 21 Savage thing was kind of like, I see you in the light, I know you're a bitch. I also kind of think 21 probably shouldn't. Nobody at this point should be really rebuttaling or going back and forth with him because it's kind of like you are a bitch. Yeah. But Vic's thing was, and kind of to what Anton was just saying and what I similarly had an issue with him about, he did kind of glorify the violence in Chicago and kind of made a name for itself off of that. And it wasn't even just generalizing it. He was very specific with people's murders, people's deaths, Almost kind of, he, he talks with sarcasm and most people should understand that. And he tried to defend himself with that situation. But when you do have loved ones who are essentially in a certain way, it's oh. hard to change, like kind of being mocked when they pass away. It's, that's kind of a, a, a thin line to, to teed over, you know. And Vic Minson handled that in a way where I could tell he was genuinely angry because somebody that he cared about was mentioned. And I felt like he had to kind of address that. Like, you know, you can't sit up here and say, because it, it was a difference in tone. No, no, that, I mean, I was cool with him because, like yeah. I said, that was personal and he's not from Chicago. He's never been there, so don't talk about it. But, yeah. yeah. But for everybody else to, like, come in, like, we, after after Vince put him in his place, it's kind of like it's, it's done punching his Yeah. Like, he's, 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 no, we got to put him in the dirt for that shit, first and foremost. <laughs> Second of all, it's an accessory to murder. That's what Be Nice, I think, we was trying to get at a little bit. Yeah. Like, you can put people in jail. They showing guns. They showing all types of murder, all types of, like, foolery on YouTube. And he's exploiting that. So. Hey, they exploit themselves by putting it out there, though. Most definitely. Yeah. But like definitely. Chance was saying, it's kind of a sickness. So, even with the, the situation they had with Chirac, with what Spike Lee was trying to do, even if you are trying to bring light to it in a manner in which you're trying to show the situation for what it is, if you're not involved, really, it's kind of hard for you to dictate how people should go about situations. It, it, it is sometimes better to come from within. Somebody that's actually on the front line It's like, all right, I can voice this better to the youth because they actually know me. They know what I come from. I come from the same things as them. So if I say put the guns down or if I try to you know, reenact this message, it might come off a little bit better rather than somebody who... These academics look like a nerd. If you go talk to somebody on a street corner, somebody's used to having guns, you know, not to stereotype people, but you see the, the young young dreadhead kids in Chicago, the young kids out there, they're not going to listen to some nigga like this, even if he is saying the right things. Even if he, even if he is trying to voice, bring light to that situation, they don't want to hear that shit from him. Right. So I, I just kind of feel like that with it. But I do think you, you, you kind of dead on at this point. It, it, it just is what he is, you know? And it, I don't think nobody else should really be badgering him, you know? If Anton had some stuff to get off his chest, I'm all for that. Yeah, get, get I, had, I, had to, I had to get that piece off the chest. I don't hate him as an individual. I don't hate him as an individual. I just hate what he did. And I feel like he's making it bad for certain journalists to break through and do what he's trying to do. And I just think that if you're going to report, report some shit. Like, he was false He was false reporting about Eminem single. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I, I, heard, I heard about that on the, on the episode. And, and, but... I, the reason why I like the show though is like Joe just always just put him in this place, man. It's just like as soon as he step out of some Joe just just like put him in his place. That's funny. So we still, bro. Well, yeah, oh yeah, we all right. We still we was going. Okay. Keep going, but with that, <laughs> we can go. I mean, I guess that's your shaking my head for like the year because you done made yeah. a single about him and everything. But, no. all right, real quick, tell me when uh when the tape's supposed to be dropping, man. Tape's probably supposed to drop late November. Attention to detail. 
pay attention to everything. Good production from Jerry Parker. And that's really about it. Shout out, man. Shout out to Jerry Parker, dog. Good, good local producer in the city. Y'all already need to check his beats out. Alright, y'all wanna uh y'all have any shout outs shaking my heads for the week, man? Oh, shout out to the NBA being back. Big shout out to the NBA being back. Alright, y'all wanna talk about the NBA real quick? Let's let's just cover a little NBA real quick before we Definitely need some rundowns. Hey wait, my shout out. Oh wait, go ahead again. Nah, my shout out I was gonna say the same thing Lando said, uh basketball being back. Um I'm pretty sure Austin, I didn't hear your shout out, but I'm pretty sure you probably said something about FanDuel, didn't you? Oh, actually, I didn't. I didn't get one. You didn't make one. Shout out to the gambling, because I'm, I'm gambling all. I've been gambling three days straight. Not too much sleep, but like early mornings, getting my uh, lineups together, man. It's like a, I'm telling you, it was a beautiful day, man. Yeah. Just a, I like the like the late night lineup when you feel like you're about to lose, so you just put all or nothing to a late night, 9 o'clock, two, two games slate. That's like the best time. Yeah. We're living yeah. in the best times right now. Every foot, every sport played today. That's a shout out to that man. Even even hockey played today, man. It was beautiful. That's what's up. Everything was beautiful. It was the it was the sports eclipse that they were recording. Yeah, yeah. And my okay. checking my head goes to uh, Malik Monk. Last <laughs> night I picked one of my lineups. Man, this dude shot terribly. I think he shot like ten percent from the field. It was crazy. Some terrible number. This dude just kept putting up shots. I mean, I was feeling a rookie. Was he was playing against Avery Bradley. And Stanley Johnson, and he was a rookie. I, I think that was he actually goal. he actually wasn't even playing against Avery Bradley for the most of the game. Like he he was just missing shots. Okay. Avery Bradley had nothing to do with him missing. He was wide open. He was just missing shots. Right, so with that, we can also transition to the first thing about basketball. We talk about the Pistons. Give a little local talk real quick. Hey, I gotta uh, give my shout out now though, since games made everybody you know get a shout out. So I'm gonna shout out to Safe Travels. You know, two of my brothers going to Vegas. This weekend, yeah. Yeah. And, and some of our other brothers are in D.C. right now, so no safe travels. Yeah, yeah, out there living, right hey, living his best life right now. He is his best self. But with the Pistons, um, we got to win. Stanley Johnson, Lando said Reggie Jackson was going to play good. He was, okay. was kind of correct about that. He wasn't like the best player. But Stanley Johnson was 0 for 13. He played good D. Yes. He played horrific offense. I think that's one of the worst offensive performances and almost the history of basketball, I think, to go 13 shots is just zero makes. He's up there. I don't know if it's the best. But it was the, uh, the worst shooting performance on opening night since, like, 1945 or 1955. Something like that. That's disgusting. Yeah. What are y'all thoughts about the game? Mm. I was, uh, like I said before, I'm, I'm a big Piston fan. My favorite team. I'm very excited about the year. Um, I love uh, Tobias Harris as a player. I love Avery Bradley being in the backcourt. I think Reggie's going to have a good season. I was happy about this game. I think uh, tomorrow's game is gonna be a it's gonna be a big push on how like the season go. Like, are they really for real in the East, or are they gonna be like the seven through eight seed trying to fight in? So I was at. And who do we play? Is it Washington? It's Washington. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The niggas fucked up when they moved to Little Caesars. That's why. I st- who shot over thirteen? Stanley Johnson. He went ready for that shit. He was like Detroit. <laughs> he saw them Detroit niggas come down. So I mean, but yeah, I'm I'm geeked up about the season, man. So I think Drummond. Uh, well, he was like what two for two from the line. So. Well, yeah. Actually, he missed one of them, but they called it a lane violation. He okay. got a reshoot. Hey, so okay. it, it, it does still count as a hundred percent, but he did miss it if it wasn't for the lane violation. Yeah, and then looking at like basketball, I mean, definitely in the Eastern Conference, they they should be in the fight. So yeah, I, I, I would say that I'm I'm uh, optimistic for the season after last night, and reason being is because I was surprised by the rotations that Steph Van Gundy used. 
I didn't expect a lot of Henry Ellison. I saw him play. I voiced that last season. I thought that he should have been playing. Uh, it just gives a different dynamic. Uh, only disappointment I can say is that we kind of wasted our money on um, Boban Marjanovic. Like we gave him like eight million dollars and he doesn't play. Well, there's gonna be some games that he he's not going to play. No, he didn't play last year either. No, no, this bench. year he's gonna get more. Yeah, more I, I, I hope so. Thirteen matchups. Yeah, I, no, I get that completely, but I just I want to see that progression from Stan Van Gundy because I don't feel like I saw that last year. I don't feel like he was a game to game decision as far as this is who should play this game. He kind of just went with his sets and that's what he stuck with. He's a kind of stubborn dude. Yeah, he is. So you know, he's been stubborn since Orlando. Yeah. And I like Langston Galloway, you know, rotating him in from point guard to two guard in certain sets and seeing him play with Reggie and both Avery Bradley. I think that that dynamic might be good for the rest of the season. Are you going to shout out that Tobias game? I was making my way through it. You know, Tobias was, was definitely a stud, but Tobias has been this all along. They just wouldn't give him the reins. He had too many people in his way. And I said this last year. He was the best player on our team. Let Tobias be Tobias and get out the way. No more force feeding Andre Drummond. You ain't got to worry about Marcus Morris pouting no more, which I like Marcus Morris, but he had an attitude at certain times. And from what I saw yesterday, it seems like they kind of told Reggie, just play your game, but also let everybody else play their game. And I can respect that. If that's how the team is going to work, how it's going to flow, I, I see good things from what this roster could be. Mm. All right, so moving on in the basketball world, uh, the Warriors are the worst team in the NBA. They are 0-1. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Suns got blew out by 50. We got announced that they got blew out by 50. They lost by 50. <laughs> they they were down at halftime. That game was over at halftime. But the Warriors. They All right, lost. it was the reason behind that, though. Huh? Draymond got hurt. Draymond got hurt. And so. Eagle Dollar doesn't play either. Eagle Dollar, Dollar. But this is the question that Lando ended up posing Clay Thompson or James Harden? Now, I feel like it's a silly question. We already know who better than who. But Lando was really like adamant upon picking Clay Thompson, a person that cannot create his own shot, over James Harden, a person that could have been MVP in the last three seasons. But he wasn't. So Lando, Clay Thompson will never be MVP. But no, he, he plays with two MVPs, and so no, he won't. Yeah, so he won't. So Lando, why do you think Clay Thompson is better? Clay Thompson has a way better defense. He can shoot threes a lot better. He plays perimeter defense a lot better. He also two, you only named two no, things because no. you said defense. Also twice. shoot can also rebound as a better team player. You said shoot so you one doesn't, doesn't flop also. He, he can't speak. rebound better than James. Yes, Harden. he can rebound. James Harden had ten yes, rebounds last year. <laughs> he literally no. averaged ten of them. Austin, that, we see the way they play, man. He's lining up down in the polls while they're shooting free throws too, man. He, like he's getting his rebounds, and they play Mike D'Antonio's offense. Steve Nash averages a lot of rebounds. Like so, I, that does that's irrelevant when you guys. Yeah, more than ten. Yeah, more than rebounds than Clay Thompson went. But James Harden, is, James Harden is stronger. Like, no, oh, he's not stronger. Come on, no, he is. He's stronger offensively. He's stronger offensively. Andy flops and tries to draw fouls every play. Clay is a better team player. I'm taking Clay. I think that the one component that a lot of people miss in this situation, I feel like the one thing that might be easily the. I won't say easily, but it's one of the more easy skills to teach to people is ball handling. And that's Clay Thompson's weakness. If Kobe Bryant can go work with Guy Sam Guy and learn how to dribble, there's been people who've learned how to dribble. That's his only weakness. That's literally his only glaring weakness. And I feel like he could be taught that. And if people going to point that out, that's something I think he can work on over the summer. Legitimate, if he wanted to. He doesn't have but to. But if he work on it, he's not going to be at but the level just, that James Harden. Go but ahead, that's, not, he's so, he, this is what, that's how I talk about Kobe, uh, Kyrie and Steph. 
One of them is just barely above the other in layups, which is Kyrie. And the other is leaps and bounds above one of them in three-point shooting. Cock. Same thing. What Be Nice said, you said when you, when you was talking about Klay Thompson, one of the easiest things is learning a ball handle. First of all, that's not true. I was learning a ball handle too. is not one of the easiest things to teach. And f- second of all, he's been in the league since 2011. If it was that easy, why does he still because not have Because he doesn't have to. Why mm-hmm. don't big men learn how to shoot threes? Because that's not what they work on over the summer. All of your it's just like football. If you put all of your reps into something, this is what you go work on every day. You don't exactly. add extra things, and they just focus on what they need to focus on. Everybody doesn't. But he's go not say, a big man. The guard. No, that's what I, exactly. So he shoots. You, have you ever noticed how Clay Thompson can catch the ball with literally milliseconds and shoot on the wing without literally grabbing the ball completely? That's what he works on. That's his he works on laying three also, point shots. He works on fadeaways. He works on catching in the traffic. He don't work on dribbling because he don't have to. He's never going to have to dribble the ball with this team. Why would I go in the gym if I got ten, if I got four hours? Why would I go in there and waste? Two hours trying to do some dribble moves, the crossovers when I'm never gonna use that. We well, got four dribblers, but it, exactly. it, it would be useful in a in a in a team that he's in now. Like we've seen his numbers drop because he can't put the he ball. He just scored six because they got Kevin Durant on the yes. team. Hold on, now wait a minute. James Harden, his ability to ball handle is what makes him pretty much all types of better than Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson on a team with Steph Curry and Kevin Durant wouldn't be able to get the shots he got right now, bro. He would he can't dribble the ball. He can't create his own shot. And this is this one I'm gonna use the the uh this the analogy of a, a my player. Yes! Wait a minute. We also are putting out a whole party. Also, he can't pass. Gold State, also Gold State, all they do is he pass and move the ball. He can't no, pass. He does. Does. Step, no, because he can throw it to Steph Curry, he's gonna make shots. It's not making. That's right. Just, this, this, I, I'm going completely. I'm going completely off my opinion. Offense. But I'm going. I'm going completely off my opinion. The analogy I use is a my player on two K. That's James Harden has a zero on defense. Clay Thompson is in the twenties. Clay Thompson has a zero in ball, and that's what I just said. No, that's what I just said. That's where I'm going. No, that's what I'm going with this. If he go over a summer and work on his ball handling, even get his shit to a five, if he gets to a five, he has he can't, bro. All right, that's so he y'all have never seen him dribble to the basket on straight lines. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't say that. And they all they do. I've is seen him create separation them. off the dribble with just regular moves and step backs. He don't do it all the time because he don't have to. But I've seen him. Your responsibility as a shooting guard is to shoot. Is to shoot and is to defend. Exactly. The he is the He's most not, traditional shooting passion. guard we've ever that's seen down there. Bro, and bro. if y'all, but we talking about the better player. Name it, name it. <laughs> we're talking about the. We're not talking about the better. Just we're talking about the better player. We talk about shoot. We said who the best shooting guard. Shooting guard. But that's our shooting guard, and he's the best player. What's what confused me about this though is how you just said Tim Duncan was better than Kevin Garnett. Now, this kind of seems like the same argument to me. Kevin Garnett had more skill. Let's not go there. I think y'all are missing the biggest point about this. If y'all biggest thing on the the difference between. Clay and James is their ability is Clay's ability to play defense. The fact that when James plays Clay Thompson and he busts his ass every time he plays him, <laughs> then what's the real argument? Like Clay, Clay busts his ass. Oh, he did. He busts his ass like James Harden did. He busts it. They gave each other thirty years. Both of each other gave each other thirty. They played each other night ago. Really, Gordon was born the last other night, man. So don't give me that, man. I think the Clay thing. though. Clay had like he had like four threes in the first half. They just stopped playing him. Harden drops. Harden drops thirty on Clay. With E. Clay plays with three other Hall of Famers. Scores points on Clay either. 
He scored a lot yeah. of his points no, on Clay. No, he didn't. Who else was Clay guarding? They catch him with some nothing. They just run the pick and rolls. And he was going to the free throw line. He always, and that's the thing with James Harden. He draws. He he does that flopping shit so much that's just irritating. But if you're hacking him, you hacking him. Nobody hacking him. He going up. He practicing. Practice going up. Other nigga hard. Never been happier to no land in my life. I had these same exact arguments with these niggas the last three years. I mean, no, I've never been happier. I'm not about to sit here and let niggas say that a nigga who can't dribble, a nigga who can't pass, a nigga who scored a legend. He's going to win a championship. He's going to win a championship. Clay Thompson have taken the Rockets to that level. He won the game seven. They win the West to the playoffs. They won the game seven. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Lando. That's your argument now. Clay Thompson would take the Rock. Clay Thompson on any team, he wouldn't take them to the playoffs. What? No. Man, you want your damn life. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, does, what does any team mean? What team? I'm saying on the Rockets. Yes, on the Rockets, he'd take to the playoffs. Yes, he wouldn't. Yes. Well, he won't create his own. Reggie Miller was ever, I don't know this for a fact, but if he was ever in top five in MVP, Clay Thompson can't be. No, I don't think, I don't think Clay Thompson on that caliber though. That's yeah, like, this is a caliber of player. Though. He scored sixty points on eleven dribbles. What are you talking about? Three quarters and, and one. one they three quarters. One quarter. This nigga. They're the weakest nigga. Hold on. This nigga Kevin Durant, Steph Curry's team. They got the weakest motherfucker. Check it in. I'm tired of niggas making that notion that James Harden a good playmaker. That nigga dribbled a ball 20 seconds yes. off the shot clock and just put you in a bad position. So I think a niggas, niggas not giving the rest of the Rockets a lot of credit, bro. Them niggas had scraps to work with, and they had that ball five seconds Whoa. left and had to make some the, shit happen, no, bro. The fact, that, the fact that he's such an offensive threat is what makes him a playmaker. The fact that he can shoot. Yeah, and that's not a... I've been making that same argument about LeBron James. Niggas be trying to talk about Brown passing. If you draw... If you draw a double-team... No, that's what I'm saying. If you're a walking mismatch and you draw a double-team, primarily with LeBron is off his strength, you're going to have an open pass. I don't hear that shit. We ain't going to talk about him. We're not 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 going to talk about him. I don't think that they're good passes. If you're a double-team... And you don't pass it, then you're not a playmaker. All right. Right? Because you didn't make a play then. You just did nothing. No, what I'm saying is, is if it's people who set up plays, dribble with their moves, and they create they create space and then set it up. It's not just about your size. I think that's perspective. Exactly. That's and that's, perspective. I, like I said, it's my that's opinion. Perspective. That's perspective. For instance, Stephen Curry plays with three other ball handlers. Andre Godala and Draymond Green facilitate a lot on that team. So that's going to dictate how many assists he gets. And how many touches he Exactly. Gets. He don't always set up the offense. James Harden literally is not another nigga on that team to set not, up the offense. we not comparing James football. to Steph. We talking about James to Clay. Oh, and that's a stupid and comparison because one of them is a point guard and yes. one of them is a shooting they, guard. In today's NBA, they play positionless basketball. Yeah. They bust these whole point guards right. right there. So... In today's NBA, Clay Thompson played positionless basketball. No, that's our team. Not that team. That, that, that was Evan. That was His position was clear. That team is literally positionless basketball. Hey, the Warriors. They took away the center. Are y'all serious? He's the only one without a, a position. I'm out of here. Y'all are talking crazy right now. All right, yeah, say what you got to say, man. Let's keep this party going, man. If we want to be completely honest, the Warriors are much more positionless than any team. And since fucking Clay Thompson can't even dribble. No, the most position. Positionless team in the NBA is Milwaukee. Milwaukee Bucks is the most positionless team. I can't believe what niggas are just And then saying. possibly, but, before Gordon Hayward's injury, Boston might have been second. That, but if we're saying that James Harden is a fucking, is not a point guard because he no, isn't. That's what Austin is. Oh, Me and Lando just said he's a point, point guard. guard. Yeah, he a point no, guard. Y'all saying the niggas play positionless basketball. Y'all said Pat Beverly is off guard. We seen Kyrie Irving play in back-to-back games without LeBron James. 
We seen them on uh, the first game against the Cavs, and we seen them the second game, and they lost to Milwaukee. I listen. I, I think it's, it's going to be a lot harder for Kyrie than what he thought, and uh, it looked like they're struggling to me. I don't they think just lost that. Gordon Haywood. Go ahead. I think that the supporting cast was very good in the first game. Uh, Definitely. I, I think that the issue that Kyrie had in the second game was that he out to prove people wrong about his reception. You a killer, go be a killer. Don't be trying to pass the ball and facilitate. We down five, we need buckets. You know what I'm saying? This is what we brought brought you here for considerably, what most people would think. Go do you. And I feel like a lot of people get caught up in this matrix where they try to prove other people wrong. And I feel like that's one of the worst things that a sports player could do. Tyree was still taking a lot of shots yesterday, though. Yeah, but he was trying to move the ball down the stretch, too, where it was times where we're looking at you to be something else. We got unproven rookies. We got younger players. Why wouldn't he move it to him? Mm. I feel like that's a smoke and mirror to a degree, too. Because, like, even though he did shoot a lot of shots, he's still out to prove something. He's yeah. out to prove – he out to make a different perception of the player. And we're thinking too much, it make you hesitate sometimes. Isn't You're not able to be yourself when you got something like that on your on your shoulders. I don't know. I mean, yesterday he, he did not look – he didn't look good to me. Like, he was trying to force it. Like you said, it looked like yeah. he was trying to prove something. And Gannis, I mean, my goodness, man, that guy is just amazing. Gannis. That nigga hard. Oh, my goodness. That nigga yeah, sweet. He, he put on the show yesterday. I would, I would call him the early favorite for MVP this year. Man, really? I, might, I, might, I, I thought I thought it'd be uh, Kawhi, but man, I, I might have to go. I might have to agree with you on there. So I'm all in on Giannis. <clears throat> I feel like with Kyrie though, um, I mean he probably did not expect Gordon Hayward to get hurt. Nobody really expected that. And that kind of just threw off that throw off your game because now he literally in a situation where he just like he kind of feel like it's a one on five, but he yeah. also feel like he got to pass these niggas the ball. He got they got budding young stars, so you got to get them involved. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, this is what he asked for, you know what I'm saying? This is what he did. I mean, he had two tough games to really play back-to-back, especially yeah. without your second best player on the team with you. Uh, it's just going to be a long season for him. I, I don't think – it's too early to really like, – I, I would definitely wouldn't put the blame on him, though. Huh? I wouldn't put the blame on him for either of those games. I think also – He did throw the hoop to uh, – Yeah, yeah that, that we will say. But I think that the biggest issue for the Celtics right now is figuring out rotations. We're not, with that chunk of a player missing – Players like, um, I believe his name is Nader. Uh, we don't really know what he's capable of, but he was in the game. Like, he played a decent amount. Also, Marcus Morris isn't in the rotation yet either. Yeah, yeah. So, stemming whatever his situation was over the summer with his legal issues. But, you know, stuff like that, I can't really place blame on Kyrie. They were shorthanded. It's a lot of unproven players. Like I said, my only issue was kind of his the visual. What I saw from him was like he was hesitant in certain places where I don't feel like he would have been, you know. I think that Brown was going to be good. How old is he? He's like young, right? He's like 21. Yeah, Jalen Brown is, he, he's, if he can progress as a player, I think he has a bright future because his athleticism is crazy. Yeah. And he yeah. got a lot of confidence, which actually surprised me considering that he can't really dribble either. But, he's, but he got confidence, he's got, though. He's confident in himself. That's what Kyrie needed. Why he dribbling harder than Kyrie? That's yeah. what surprised me. Man. But Kyrie said he didn't want to dribble that much. He said he wanted to play off the ball. That's what bullshit. I, I think that that's 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 a lot of the, the the viewership. People speaking. He hears this stuff. He's clearly somebody that's this. I don't want to say influence, but he not. I don't want to call LeBron James a liar, but he not one of the people that's saying that he don't see this stuff. I think he sees it. I think yeah. he hears it. Which most of these people do. They're not inhumane. You know, they're not. They're not away from this stuff. People can hear it. You're gonna see things. It's gonna be things in the media. You're going to hear that type of stuff about yourself. And some people let it get to him, some don't. I think he's looking like one of those people is kind of getting to right now. You knew he let it get to him once he got to the first take. Yeah. 
Most definitely. That was the that was the clear indicator. Yeah, he kind of you know bullfrogged him and tried to bully Max Kellerman unnecessarily. And it just was you know. He made a weird snap today. He was talking about people. It was real weird talking about pretty much talking to himself like you shouldn't let the people get inside your head. But like, see, I didn't uh, even see that. It was too weird. Like he, he yeah, really, really, once you say don't let people get inside your head, they got inside your head. And it's, <laughs> it's always the people saying I don't give a fuck that get the the most fun. the most fun. Yeah. But uh, so Lonzo display. Yeah. Uh, Lakers got their ass blew the fuck out. Her Patrick Beverly was talking mad shit to him the whole game. What y'all think about this Lonzo shit? Um, I think it's gonna be a long season for Lonzo. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of his father. Well, hold on. Hey, Jans, did you say something? No, I ain't say nothing. Oh. Okay, we, I want you to go next up, but I'm a huge fan of uh, Lavar and Lonzo Ball. Like I said, I got the big ball shirt, but I, I think his father then just wrote some checks that his son got to cash. I knew the Clippers were gonna be good this year, and I think every point guard is gonna be. Up and ready to play against Lonzo this year. All right, let's put asterisks about the Clippers being good this year. I mean, they look all right, but they also play the Lakers too. Oh, they, I want to hear that. Somebody at this table had the Lakers as the AFC. Who was that? That was you. Hell no, that wasn't me. You again? That was Gaines. I love the Lakers. Why didn't say no shit like that? Oh, yeah, that was Wait, what? What I say? You said the Lakers going to be the AFC of the playoffs this year. Did I say that? All right, let's move on. Gans, what's your, what's your thoughts? Oh, he did say that. He, you got that down. <laughs> I wrote that down. Yeah, Gans, you said that shit. Let's go ahead. Oh, shit, that shit. Oh, shit. Maybe them niggas just fucked my mind all up. Get their ass. <laughs> 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 That's probably what happened. Yeah, but uh, well, what, what was y'all just saying about, uh, what's the name, right? Lonzo Boy. Huh? Lonzo Boy. What do I think about his performance? I mean, he fucking played Patrick Beverly, bro. That's a tough draw for anybody to play first night. And, you know, Patrick Beverly was going to go at his ass. He stripped him a couple times in his ear. That's tough, you know, mentally just knowing that you're going to have to go against him first game. And then you a rookie going and you playing in L.A. I mean, it's fucking Lonzo Ball. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was all eyes on him. And then it's like, damn, all eyes on me. And I'm about to get my ass clamped by Pat Beverly. So, you know what I'm saying? He, You got to give him to tomorrow. I think you have a better game tomorrow. He was playing with them grown ass men. That's what the fuck happened. That's what Charles Barkley said. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> he ain't never played with grown men before. Right. I think it's just a transition. Hey, that was just being too hard on Lonzo, man. I don't like that yeah. either. How the reporters, your daddy can't save you now. Like, man, let's let him hoop, bro. He didn't do none of that. That's his I mean, dad. Like, no, man, he can't escape that. Sometimes you gotta carry the sins of your father, man. Like, <laughs> and then he said, "Not." He said, "Nah, it's not, not real right, hip hop." So like, what the yeah. fuck? That's another problem. For all we know, Lonzo might not fuck with that shit that his dad does. For him to, you know what I'm saying? For them to hold that over him, it's like, damn, I don't even fuck with him doing that shit. Y'all just gonna hold me to that standard? That is a tough position. You can't really tell your dad to shut the fuck up. No, you can't tell your dad to shut up, but you gotta gotta tell your dad that you're writing checks that I'm gonna have to go out there and cash. He also can't tell a nigga like LeVar Ball no shit like that. He might fuck around, kick you out the house, and slap you as well. And shit like, so you don't believe in yourself. You don't believe, you don't believe in me. You don't believe in LaMelo. None of these motherfuckers. Fuck you. Get out the house. You're going to sleep in a Laker locker room fucking around with that shit. He really ain't got too many options, man. I think that the biggest issue is the expectations for Lonzo. Lonzo is a playmaker. And I feel like people putting this expectation on him to be a scorer. He can score... But I don't think he's a scorer. But you know, where did these expectations came from his father? Like, yeah. Let's be honest. At UCLA, he did okay, but the last he, time he, he plays like Jason Kidd. And Jason, we got he got to get to Jason Kidd lower. No, but I, I'm just saying, people for a comparison to what you would you would think of, like this is something that he could play like. I think at some point Magic Johnson and them are gonna have to uh, lower the expectations and are, and are gonna have to 
hide him more on defense because I think he's going to have a problem guarding players. I think he's going to have a big – because he's a little he's slow, a rookie, bro. little flat, little flat-footed. I think he's going to have a problem. He's a rookie, bro. Get to the NBA. I think you have a problem guarding the point guard have, position. You can't have no expectations for anybody on the Lakers right now. Them niggas just – No, but they got really good – you just put them in the damn playoffs. So they do got expectations. They I ain't going to lie to you. That's, they might have made a mistake. Yeah, they made a mistake with expectations. So everybody right. just trying to say, well, he's just a rookie and all that. No, a few weeks ago, that, that wasn't just the case. Oh, no. What I was saying that they might have made a mistake is his with picking him over D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell has proven that he can score in the NBA. There's no guarantee that Lonzo Ball is ever going to average more than 10 points. He's not. He's that ain't even taking photos, exactly. though. That's just deep. He's not going to be a scorer. He's not going to be a scorer. What's the next up? All right, man. This is what I want to do, man. In order for the basketball season, man, just to get us get our feet a little wet, man. I wanted to play a little game with y'all, man. Look, we got Anton in the house. Gans over the phone. Is this the football game? It's kind of like the football game, man. It's a uh, who he play for. <coughs> Play a little who he play for. I'm going to ask each one of y'all a question about a, a player. No, no, no. I'm going to put the phone down. No, I'm going to put the phone down. I'm going to put Be nice. I'm going to start with you. Joel Anthony, who he play for. That's tough. That's tough. Mm. Did we get hints? Nope. Fuck. I think I know who Joel Anthony play for. Shit. I, I just wanted to say something, but I don't think it's that. Uh, damn. Is any of the options ever going to be he not in the league? He definitely no, on the team. He in the league. Right. He ain't in the league. I just don't know what. I go with. Damn. Is he back on the Heat? Nope. <laughs> anybody know? Anybody know who he plays? Is it Celtics? Uh, I think it's Dallas, right? Nope. Is it the. Oh, Spiders? shit. I just looked it up and I was wrong. <laughs> it's Milwaukee. I definitely want to. Damn, Milwaukee. Yeah. I was going to say San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, he ever I feel like he a nigga on the Spurs, for sure. He's yeah. Like he ever play for the Spurs? Uh, he played yeah, for he the Magic for a long time. I Not Magic, the Heat. He played for the Heat He played for the Heat for a minute. All right, Lando. Yeah. Um, Aaron Brooks. I know this. Damn. That's Ooh. fucked up. <laughs> Damn. I don't think that's what's going on because he knows shit. Who he play for? He said Aaron Brooks. Who he play for? Point guard, right? Yeah, combo guard. Combo guard. Yeah, yeah, he is. Combo guard for sure. Damn, it's kind of tough. The last I remember, he's on the Bulls. No, but no. I um, I'm gonna go Magic. Nah, no, no. Anybody know? I know. Yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, Damn. I fuck with Aaron Brooks a long way. He played with Tyron Porter at uh, University of Oregon. Yeah. All right, Jay Gans. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. All right. Hey, nigga, you got two K in front of you or something? Jonas Jerebko. Huh. I know this one too. Oh, oh, too. oh, I know that's too. Jonas Jerevko. The Celtics, right? Yeah. No, no he don't. Yeah, he don't play for the Celtics. Niggas was off to this too easy. Who do you play for, dog? Hey, shout out to Jonas, though. He's been Motor City, dog. Come on, That's easy. Celtics. Because that's how that's what we last remember that nigga. Like, oh, I just seen that nigga. All right. Um, hey, I'm a basketball guy, man. This is hard. <laughs> it's just like no I one cares about Joel Anthony, bro. That's that's fucked up. That's why I knew I was going to play for the Pistons too, Joel. Yeah, but I, I fuck him. It's because Lando said he was a sports guy earlier this week. All right, Anton. Huh? Who he played for? Raymond Felton. Man, I know all of them niggas. Oh, not mine. Easy. Dallas. No. He did play for Dallas, but not now. No, no, no. Can I get a hint, please? Since I'm a guest, they play tonight. They play tonight. 
Oh, he played tonight. Uh, the Jazz. Well, yeah. Nah, they didn't play tonight. <laughs> <laughs> they played Clippers, right? No. Damn. They played the Thunder. Oh, he oh damn. He do play for the Thunder. Damn. Hey, give me another one, though. Right? right. We got to redo that shit. Now, this, the last one I got kind of easy. We got to get Austin one. Get Austin one. I know oh, y'all got one in front of you. I already had these planned out. Who he played for? Us. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me somebody. Hold on. Hold on. I give Lando one more. All right, who who think? I'm gonna just no, throw no, this. No. I'm gonna throw this up there. Get Gans one more. Get Gans. Give me one more. Give me one more. All right, Gans. Who he played for? <laughs> Tony Allen. Oh, Tony Allen. That ain't easy. That's for sure. You just saw a basketball guy. That's what. Uh fuck. Gas could be cheating too, by the way. Yeah, he look at his It's be nice, you know who he played. The for. Pelicans. The Pelicans. Oh man, they got a hacking ass back. <laughs> they, about, they ain't playing no type of. Alright, last one. And this is just up for grabs. Even for the people at home. Who he played for? Thabo Sepalosha. I'm not that one too. I got a who he played for for you. I don't know who he played for. Too, Shit, I don't know neither. It's he been played for the Utah Jazz. He do? Yes. Because he wants some. He wants some. No, 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 He wants some Air Max 90s to, uh, yesterday. He did. He wants some Air Max 90s. All right. All right, you got who, who he played for for me? I don't even think you know who this nigga is. <laughs> Carrick Felix. Oh, I didn't think I know who he is. Who he played for? That nigga like a third year, fourth year. Yeah, he used to play for the Cavs. Yeah, that's Cavs. what I remember. All right, let me think. Felix. I need, I need a hint now. I guess you all niggas do me in. <laughs> I think in the Western Conference. Nah. Western Conference? Nah. Are you Western Conference? Yeah. They Magic. played yesterday, too. The Magic? No. They play, he played yesterday. That's 11 he niggas. didn't play yesterday. He <laughs> didn't play. Niggas played the team play. he played for. I seen that nigga. I'm like, damn, look. And I'm like, how I know this nigga face, bro? Who is this nigga? Who is this nigga? Who you play for? Washington Wizards. Wow. I seen that nigga. Gortat dunked on somebody. He's the first nigga to shake his hand. Like, damn, this face look familiar. Who is this nigga? A, a dunk hand slapper. Um, I think that's that's our show for the week. You think that's it? I did have one, one more basketball question for the basketball guys. All right. I see there's a lot of good free agents that are still available, man. Who do you think would be, like, the first one, like, picked up? Colin Kaepernick. Or you question. No, yeah. No. Who, who are the possible free agents that you I think Ellis was a free agent. David Lee. David Lee was a free agent. I thought David Lee was on the, uh... No. Richard Jefferson's a free agent. He just... I want to say he just signed with somebody or he talks to sign with somebody. I wouldn't say none of them niggas is good, though. Is David West still playing? I yeah, thought I thought David West. Who he played for? If I had to give a, a guess on which one out of them people you just named, Richard Jefferson is the first signing because he played at a decently high level with the Cavs. He can still and, and rotate, Yeah, in rotational spots. I don't know, maybe something about them next team, because Vince Carter can still do 360s. So, you know, between them two, you know, it's no telling. Uh, secondly, I would say... Aaron Apollo. No, yeah. Aaron Apollo on somebody's team. Who oh, you play for? You sure he's not on the... Um, I think he's on that list. Knicks, Magic, or... <laughs> I think it's the Magic, bro. I want to say Magic. No, nah, that's some years ago. No, nah, I think he oh, went back, sure. though, because they nah, signed him and JoJo Simmons over the summer. 
Hold on, let me. Oh look. shit, he is on the Miami Dolphins. Know, bro. Well. I be knowing. You a basketball guy? Yeah, but I would say Monte Ellis is the worst one out of that group. Unfortunately. Yeah. David Lee still offers some promise as a veteran big man. Maybe could go get some rebounds. He know the in and out. He always been a um a nuanced kind of guy, somebody that studied the game and had little tricks of the trade that understood how to get in certain positions and draw foul. Monte just kinda ain't got it no more. He was like the our my favorite combo guard and he ain't got it no more. What about Brandon Jennings? Because he he's like a Oh, he overseas. He gonna play overseas. He playing in China. He took himself out of the equation. Oh, okay. He just he saw the money was getting dried up quickly for point guards. You see a nigga like Derrick Rose get one point two million. Your money just you already know your money gonna be funny to begin with. Well he signed to a team that's like in the luxury tax. So yeah. You know. I mean, but nobody else is really gonna pay Derrick Rose anything north of probably eight million dollars. He wasn't gonna see anything higher than that. So you you being generous, I would say yeah, six. Realistically. He was gonna see the the you know He's the, gonna see the minimum section. Yeah. I think they'll make a lot of money next year, though, man. I mean, like you said, they play really good. Only thing I'll say about Derrick Rose, I had this conversation with one of my old roommates who was a very big Derrick Rose fan, and the conversation that we had was that I feel like some people might start to view him in this role that he's playing in. Because if Isaiah Thomas comes back any quicker, he's going to be the backup point guard. And I think people might try to hold this against him like, this is what you are now. Now you're a six-man. Now you're a, you know, we have to pay you in rotational spots. Okay. You can't be our lead guard anymore. Well, I'm going to say this. Say Derrick Rose is playing really good, really well, right? Yeah. Isaiah come back and they just put Isaiah on the bench and just tell him to work out. I mean, come and work for the It's possible. I think that could happen. I, I think I, Isaiah been on that, that bench. He, he knows. He yeah, got, I don't, he got I don't disagree with that. But he also want his money. And yeah. he was less removed from his close to MVP season. Derrick Rose actually won MVP. Isaiah Thomas was in the top six or seven in, in votes, but he's a lot closer to that to that form. He just averaged 30 points. He went, He already told That's why Danny Ainge traded him, because he told them, y'all got to roll them Brinks trucks up to my crib. So I don't think he's trying to come off the bench. He want that money. Derrick Rose, on the other hand, he might have a little less leverage. You know, Derrick Rose ain't really been the same self in a long time. He for sure expendable yeah. at this stage in his career. Think, I think that's all we got for this episode. I think it was uh, yeah. pretty. Everybody, y'all listen up. Everybody, go listen to uh, Brent Fayez. That shit fire. That shit. Austin don't fire. like it, and I don't get how you don't like it, man. Shit. Girls, don't, girls don't like it, but I like that. Shit. I think I might listen to that shit on the way back home. It's like a new R&B dude. He the dude that's singing on the hooker. You know what crew is? You see money see all around me. That nigga singing on that fire, man. Ain't that fire? It's it's all right. Austin, His subjects is okay, but the way he sing is fire. Man, that shit is like old, like in this new R and B age. It's like good to get some authentic R and B. It's refreshing. Oh no, that, that Magic Jordan about to drop, man. Them singles been hot, man. So I can't wait for that to come out. I never really liked the one with Drake. No, that that's an old single. Yeah, I'm just saying. This singles isn't it gonna be on the album? No, 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 no Drake on this album. We party next. Oh, bro, you an R and B guy, bro? Go listen to Stay Down, bro. You ain't listen to Stay Down. I know you would fuck with that. Did you hear Division shit? I like Division Division shit. Division shit sweet. Sweeter than Brent. It's it's growing on me. Division shit is growing on me. I think it's. I don't know. Maybe I listen again. I'll be listening to stuff at work. But Stay I'm down, like, LA. The 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 bottom half of it is better than the top. I'm, not I'm definitely to better. It. it is. Right, I'm, I'm gonna listen better. to more of it on the flight. I got a flight, the last, a three hour flight. I think the last three songs is like the best songs on the thing. Yeah, because he talking about he dropping album shit. Last, I'm like, all right, last three or four songs is the best ones to me. Yeah. Now speaking of one of the big, 
You know, speaking of everyday struggle, like it was something we talked about this like a week ago. Me and Austin just personal, like the Chance the Rapper versus like Joe Budden type deal, man. That Joe Budden was also real nigga shit. Yeah, man. I I, I kind of was on Joe's side, man. I'm, I feel like uh, hey, Chance, Chance definitely got worse. Talking about he's. You said what, Gans? He was somebody to coach. Chance tagged his ass, man. Telling him he got to punch it. He's like, he, I've never seen somebody so calmly just serve somebody up like that. He's like, I yeah. mean, Joe Budden has to punch a clock now. <laughs> but the rebuttal was the biggest part of the whole conversation. Because Austin has been pitching at this idea that Chance not independent. Yeah, you know. And when Joe Budden said that, like, I know the truth. I'll expose you. I feel like that was the, the biggest turn of the whole conversation. Because, like, this might break. Chances hold over a lot of people. I feel it's like a lot of people it's hone been, into no, that it's idea. Been, it's always been. It's ever since Chance came out. It's always been uh, talks that he's been an industry plant since he came out. Yeah, but Joe Button know the truth. Like he a dude on the end, and he clearly know the truth. So for him to say something like that, I feel like it's almost gonna be one of them times where you look in the fight, you see back and forth, and it's like, oh, this nigga ain't gonna say nothing else. I think this might be the thing. Chance said that little slick shit. I don't think he's going to say nothing else. I love her. Because we all know it just don't make no sense for Chance to not be, to be independent when you got Apple pushing your music, you got radio stations playing your music. That don't happen with independent niggas like that. It just don't make no sense. Getting Kit Kat commercials and shit like that, it, it's not smart, though. So for him to be pulling up this I'm independent stuff, you can do it too mentality, it's kind of like, bro, we... Niggas who know, no. And it was kind of stupid for you mm. to go at a nigga who got time. We've seen Joe Budden. <laughs> wait, he waiting for a nigga to say yeah, something. Like, we seen that nigga Joe Budden. that niggas like, I know one of y'all niggas is going like, to say something. He's a little worse than Charlamagne. Yeah. Like, he kind of like, don't give a fuck. Like, he's just really like, all right. He really crazy. What's that one nigga? Russ just went at him, though. That shit was kind of funny. Who, the, the singer? Yeah. But yeah. he he been picking his poison with a lot of people. I don't yeah. know about What do you Russ. say about Joe Budden? I saw him Man, that shit was He said a lot. It was like. Having a nine to five is an everyday struggle. <laughs> oh, he did. He dissed him in the song. Yeah, he did that nigga in the song. Yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of sweet. It was kind of sweet. Like damn. But it's Joe Budden. You got yeah, this, this nigga can actually rap though. Like yeah, yeah. That's Joe, Joe didn't respond to him. Joe did Holmes though. It was uh, it was funny. I mean, but Russ wore the little. Um, he went to a drugged out uh, concert with a shirt about people not wearing drugs. It's like. Everybody here doing drugs. What you what you asking for? Oh, that one shirt. Yeah, it's like what you asking for, bro? Yeah, like what what you asking for? He clearly got a contrived plan to build some notoriety. Like he's clearly picking battles and shit, which I don't like. He picked the whole battle on everyday struggle with the desk. I'm like, don't you ain't gotta do that, baby. Just don't do that. Just trying to get his buzz up a little bit. He like, oh shit, I'm on everyday struggle. I actually like his music, but he gonna fuck around and somebody gonna tell him, hey, bro, we only really fuck with you like that. And then niggas kind of gonna be like, well, you know, I kind of don't fuck with you like that. They say his dad got a media company. See, that's all that shit is kind of, you know, is what it is, man. We've seen this a time a dozen. People portray themselves as one thing, they come out to be another. This nigga Joe Button about to pump it up on niggas. Y'all better, y'all better stop playing. I'm cool on that shit. <laughs> 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 Josie one still hit me was nice, but you know that. What's up about it? And that's, uh, that's our show for the week, fellas. Uh, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, if you did, leave a like, uh, share it. Please follow Anton on Apple Music at Ed Genius, man. Uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah, my fault. SoundCloud. Tell me when the uh, tape coming out again. Late November. Attention to detail. Coming to you real soon. Coming to you real soon. Uh, really appreciate you listening. Thanks a lot. Peace out. I don't know, man.